Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. When I went to social media marketing world at the end of February, early March, I got to meet some super amazing people. And most importantly, I got to learn some really important things. And one of the things that seemed to universally be said over and over again, besides be yourself and you know you need to make sure that you're investing in your business with video and Facebook advertising, is people need to start using LinkedIn. And I just so happened to have a magical breakfast where like one of the world's leading LinkedIn experts just sat next to me and started talking to me. So I am so excited that today I have Joe Sanders on the show today. Joe is an international LinkedIn expert, marketing strategist, and social media educator who has been helping people connect and communicate since the early 90s through pen and paper, events, and social media. In an era of social business to be found, remembered, and chosen, it is important to build visibility, establish authority, and earn influence in a connected economy. Affectionately known as Australia's LinkedIn demystifier, Joe demystifies the complexities of LinkedIn and social marketing tools through her presentations, workshops, and mentoring. She has spoken locally, internationally, and on virtual stages, and I was so bummed that I was so I was too late to actually hear her speak at Social Media Marketing World. They locked me out. They're like, no, this room is full. So I had to catch her on the replay. So she is just the best. She's the co-author of Get Good or Get Off, a guide to getting it right on social media. And she's here to make your LinkedIn right. Welcome to the show today, Joe. Thanks for having me. And you're right, just just happening to sit next to you at that breakfast, like if that didn't happen, we may not be having this conversation. No. So you just never know who you can meet when you're at a conference. Isn't it amazing how in our digital world, we were literally at the social media world like event for marketing and all anyone was there to do was to talk to people in person and like get all those like in real life selfies and, and meet new people. It was <laughs> It was so... I don't want to, it's just so funny to me, but also it's so important to like have that oh. in-person connection. Oh, it is. You can't be, you can't be face-to-face. And while I love LinkedIn, well, I love LinkedIn and I feel frustrated by LinkedIn at times, we'll say. Um, it's, for me, you can't, it can't replace this. It can't replace, I'm saying this, like this, as in conversations, real conversations, face-to-face if you can get them or virtual by video if you can, that's really the next best thing. But yeah, and the first day of social media marketing world, I actually forgot to use my social media because I was, I was just being present and loving having conversations. And I thought, gosh, I better take some photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember everyone was like, oh, send me that photo. I don't have anything because I've haven't been on my phone all day because I've just been having so much fun seeing profile pictures come to life. (laughs) That's right. And that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. So, all right, Joe. So LinkedIn. LinkedIn is this super important place on social media, but it's often so overlooked. And, you know, why is that? Why do we not think of LinkedIn as a go-to place for social media to stand out in a world of YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? 
Well, I think part of it is is the focus of your your sort of business. The fact that people think LinkedIn is boring. People think it is the boring platform. It's nothing happens. It's all corporate boring boardroom banter. And so people, a lot of people disregard it, but it's changed a lot. Like it did start out as being a very much a recruitment tool. Um, if you're looking for a job, it was a place to go. It was, it was seen as an online place to put your resume. But it's so much more than that now. It's a, it's the largest professional social network. It's, you know, it's full of media. It's full of videos. It's, it's full of conversations. So, you know, there's so much to it. So what do you suggest we do to get started? Like, I would say create an account is obviously step number one. But when we want to dive in, if we want to actually give LinkedIn a try, where should we start? Well, there are really three parts to LinkedIn when I do training. So I talk about your profile, as in building building the right presence for you, having a network of people because you need people to talk to and talk with and see your content, and then having a content strategy. So starting point is your profile, making sure your profile's optimized and it's making the best digital first impression. Okay. So we're talking today about profile essentials. So why don't we just dive right into it? Where... How do we start? Should we, let, do you want to talk like details? Want to work from the top down? Like, where's the best way to start doing this? Well, I guess if we work from the top down, and I'll start with the, I'll go through the, the sort of key points. And just as a side note, um, as as we mentioned before, I did um, do a bit of a profile review of your profile, and so if people want to know exactly how some of this works in relation to a real profile, they can look at that video. Yeah, and we'll um, have that video in the show notes, guys, where she took my yeah account where it is as of March 28th uh, 2018 and you can see where it is and then of course I'll also put the link to my LinkedIn account at the time this airs so you can see how I have updated it she basically like threw the gauntlet down at me and said hey this is what you've been doing wrong lady and you need to fix it because if you're going to talk about this you got to represent <laughs> and I hats off to you for having the courage to do that and you know because you, you you're leading the way to, with your audience and showing them that you know even even someone like yourself who's an expert in marketing can still improve I mean don't look at some of my other platforms they probably don't look as you know as good as they should like you know my Instagram is nowhere near where it could be but that's you know we can only do what we can do um but with LinkedIn the reason I see LinkedIn is really important is it's indexed by Google firstly. And while while people are not necessarily searching in LinkedIn, they're searching in Google. And generally those top few results, your LinkedIn profile will come up. So if it's not optimized, if it looks really bad and it's coming up, it could be reflecting badly. So, you know, you want to focus on your website, obviously. And, other, and you know, if, you're, if your business is more geared towards Facebook in terms of, you know, your audience engagement, that people are looking for you, they're going to come across your LinkedIn profile and they're going to be forming an opinion on you based on what they see. So it's worth optimizing it just for that reason. So when you're talking about optimization, so for those of you that might be a little rusty about what optimization is, it's when you go to Google and you search for things that you're specifically looking for. So a lot of you really tap into your local communities and you're looking for, you know, your customers like, oh, I need a dentist. Let me go find a dentist in my area. Or, oh my gosh, my air conditioner just went out. Let me go search my zip code for an air conditioner repairman. So in context of indexing on LinkedIn, now when you're saying people are going to search on Google to find you and your LinkedIn profile will pop up, are you saying that they're searching you by your name 
are they searching you by your like what they're specifically looking for so in my case are they searching for Desiree Martinez or are they searching for uh, you know social media management or both well both, it, it could be both and this is where you've got to get tricky so obviously if, if people know you and someone's recommended you they're going to search for your name so your profile will come up for your name so if you, if you search for Joe Saunders and you're in, you know you've got the obviously if you're searching in my area I'm going to come up pretty high but you also want to rank for those things that you're the problems you solve for your clients as well and it depends on how competitive that is and how well you do that so air conditioning uh, repairman for example you've got to understand what your audience are what words they're using to find you which applies to everything your web everything else not just not just with LinkedIn and you want to make sure those words you're using in your profile you're using it in all the key areas you're using it in conversations just so it gives you more chance of coming up in you know, in searches. So, well, I might I might drop in a few words that are a bit more techy. Um, just yeah, I'll let you de- decode them so that your audience know exactly what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. We're not, we're not talking about you know some magical um, button that just press the optimization button and everything just magically, like in a Harry Potter film. You know, <laughs> if only it was that easy. <laughs> okay, so and let's... I know you're a fan of Harry Potter because I've stalked your profile. <laughs> I am. I. It's like literally in my bio. If anyone follows me, it, it'll tell you that like. Number two, like domestic failure, Slytherin, like that's, I, I heart Harry Potter, but that's part of my brand and that like yep. nerd mom life I live. So I'm sure that Joe will talk about how we can incorporate maybe some fun things into our profiles if it makes sense. Oh. So Joe, let's break this down. Let's start at the front, uh, the beginning of our profile. Like what do we do? Okay. So the three things that, that are being used uh, to sort of build a digital footprint and to form that first impression are your name your photo and your headline. And I'll explain what these are. So obviously your name should just be your name. Your photo should be you on a good day in business. So no bow ties, no cravats, no partners, no children, no dogs, no, you know, it just needs to be you in business. So if you're a, we'll go back to air conditioning repairman, a photo of you in business, headshot, you know, of you doing the thing you do, being, you know, not at a wedding in a suit. If you never wear a suit in business, don't do that. Just because it's LinkedIn, you don't have to wear a suit. Just your natural business self. <laughs> but don't be like on the other end, just at hand, but have a photo of you really scruffy in old overalls. That's You want to be somewhere in between. So a photo represents you now. And also for ladies, um, not a photo from 10 years ago where you're wearing, you know, 80s makeup. Um, you know, we've got buffy hair. Or you're wearing a strapless dress. Strapless dresses and LinkedIn do not work. Because if you think about it, Suddenly you're naked. Not good. <laughs> so don't do that. So be you. Um, you're on a professional day in business photo. Now your headline, it's that positioning statement that sits under your name on your profile, but it follows you everywhere. So if, you, if you're in the LinkedIn home feed, if you're in search, the headline is a thing you'll see. And it's what people are judging you on and making, forming an impression on what you do. So if you've just got like business owner or, I don't know, contractor or something quite vague, that's not going to help you. It's not going to help you get found because this is an area that's indexed by Google. It's indexed by LinkedIn. So it helps you get found and it helps people understand where you fit in. So make sure that you're using a headline that says what you do. So if you're an air conditioning repairman, say that. And maybe say with the area if you work in a specific area. If you run a team of people, you might say um, you might say that it's something around that it's your business. But make sure you position yourself effectively. Okay. So... What about a cover photo? Should we have a good anything for a cover photo, or what do you recommend yeah. there? So once once someone's found you and they've gone to your profile, the first thing they're going to see is that big graphic at the top, 
which it's it's called a background image on LinkedIn because it kind of sits behind your profile and it, it positions you. So on your profile, for example, you've got a photo looking over, it looks like it's look, looking over your shoulder, writing, laptop, and that sort of set tells me a bit about what you do. So air conditioning, have, this is where you can have a photo of you in action. Maybe, you know, you up a ladder doing something with an air conditioning unit, you know, or um, if you've got a showroom with air conditioning units, something that looks, you know, branded. It could be a photo of your an air conditioner. It could be a photo with your logo over the top. So something that positions you, something that says what you do in business. Now, you can get clever and add text and logos over the top. You are allowed to. There's no rules around that. But LinkedIn are always changing. So there's a big update being rolled out right now. I don't have it but a colleague of mine has. So I've seen my profile, what it actually looks like now from his viewpoint. And the profile photo, the positioning's moved. So it's sitting to the left on desktop rather than in the center. So what this means is if you've got really clever and put some text on either side, it can cover it up. So sometimes it's good to have a generic photo so you don't have all these issues. So if you're being too clever with your marketing, you've got to keep up with the changes. Make sure your photo, it tells a story, it, it raises interest, and it positions you. So that's really in a nutshell. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now, back to the show. Okay, awesome. So what's next? Yeah. What's next? So as, we roll, as we're going down your profile, so someone's come to your profile, they're having a look at, you know, really getting a feel for who you are. The next thing they're going to see is your summary. Now, your summary sits under your headline and all the information, under that button that says connect or message or whatever. And you have two lines to kind of grab attention. And there's a see more link, and that, that link expands into 2,000 characters. Now, the summary, you want to tell your story, as I said. It's not about what you're doing now. It's about what you've done, where you're going, a bit more to who you are. And I've come up with a bit of a formula about um, how to write about yourself because who loves writing about themselves, really? You know, it is the hard, it's the hardest part. Like, you're just too close to yourself, like, in the, without sounding, like, weird or inappropriate. Like, it's just so hard to, like, be modest but also show yourself off but also sound like someone that you'd want to do business with. So it's yeah. hard. So not going to lie – I really love that you've got like some math for this, for some formula and magic. On, <laughs> so on the, on the link, um, there's a link to a bit of a landing page and there's my profile blueprint that's got all my formulas. You can, you can download it. You can use it to write your own profile. So I'll just quickly run through it. So firstly, with your summary or any part of your LinkedIn profile, it needs to be written in first person. So it needs to be written in your voice because people to connect to people. So that was the first thing that jumped out with your profile. It's written in third person. Because third person, it's almost like someone's written about you or you're not there. So it's really hard to connect when it's not written in your voice. And also, it's kind of, 
it's easier to write about yourself in third person in some ways because you can. I could say, oh, Joe Saunders is the leading number one expert in LinkedIn and she's wonderful and blah, blah, blah. It's sort of easier to write about, but it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound like I'm, you know, it's harder to connect to. So writing first person, start with a bit of a statement around what, what it is you do, the problems you solve for your clients. Um, when, do, you know, when do your clients need you? How do you help them? And then you can sort of list, uh, list your, you know, your core services. So when I say optimize your profile before, some of these things you're going to infuse into your profile throughout your entire profile. So you're thinking about what your audience are looking for. So when you're listing your services, what do they look for? What do they call it? You know, you know the services that you you offer. And then you want to talk about why you. So why should they pick you? And this is where you get to add that credibility. What qualifies you? What credentials do you have? Do you have some particular certification that you know, that allows you to stand out. Do you have a podcast about marketing that's pretty, you know, and you've got that in your profile, so that's great. So, you know, for, so for your community, what what is it you guys have? And then the other part of that is what quirks do you have? Now, quirks, you might think, quirks for me are, um, I see as a positive. It's, you know, it's what's interesting about you. And sometimes it's hard to see that yourself. Sometimes you need to have someone else say, well, you know, um, like one of my clients is, she was in um, data archiving and she's everything's alphabetized. And when I was interviewing her, I said to her, where else do you do this in your life? I said, how's your pantry? She said, I said, you know, how, how organized is it? I said, she said, it's alphabetized. <laughs> so her kitchen pantry is alphabetized. And I said, that needs to go on your LinkedIn profile because it relates to your business. It shows your personality and that you take this to the whole other level, you know, <laughs> So we infuse that in because you want to add personality and you want to make it fun because, you know, it's like you're meeting this new person, you're starting a conversation and you're kind of piquing their interest. So bring that in. So the fact that, that you've added that you love Harry Potter in your profile, nothing to do with your business, but it's to do with you. And straight away, someone else who thinks Harry Potter's awesome or maybe doesn't like Harry Potter, but might that might be conversation starting. Go, well, what about um, Lord of the Rings? How come I like that better, you know? There's a whole other conversation that can go on. Blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) I've never watched Lord of the Rings. I love Harry Potter, though. So, yes. In fact, um, I actually reference Harry Potter in my LinkedIn training because LinkedIn changes all the time. And I refer to LinkedIn changes just like the staircases at Hogwarts. You know how they're always moving? Yes. And you don't know where you're going to go? Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) So it's like that. So um, next part of your summary then is why you – Sorry, I've done why you. Sorry, after that, um, why do you do what you do? So if you go think about the purpose, what's your driver behind your business? Why do you, you know, why do you love doing whatever it is you do? And there'll be a, you know, a deeper reason, you know, what is it beyond, you know, what difference do you want to make in the world? Bring that into your profile because that will be, that will connect to somebody else, you know. And if you're not sure, watch the Simon, Simon Sinek video, Start With Why. I always tell my clients to watch that. Um, it's an awesome video and, and helps you connect. Uh, you know, like what you we'll be putting all of these in the show notes, guys, because she's referencing yeah. some really great re- resources. <laughs> yeah, and I, I forget sometimes that because I'm in, my, in in the marketing space, you know, not everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you might not watch these things. Just think of it as our boring businesses are like Harry, and Harry's entering the magical world for the first time. He has no idea what anything is, and in relation, 
Whereas marketers were like Ron or like, how do you not know what this stuff is? So it's just, you got to bridge those gaps. (laughs) Absolutely. So if anything doesn't make sense, just look it up or look for the show notes. Other thing I get quite a lot is if someone's changed careers or they run, um, many people in business do multiple things. You might run a business, but you also might run, do something else or have a job or, you know, so you can bring that into your profile. So if you change careers, why? What inspired you to, you know, to sort of leave that job and do this? There'll be something behind it. And then finally, um, what's next? What should people do once they've read your profile? Should they call you? Should they email you? Should they listen to your podcast? So tell them. Actually drive, tell them what to do because then they know. Um, and, put, and make sure you put your contact information in the summary because not everybody can see your phone number and email address in your profile, particularly if they're not connected. So a very good example is yours, Desiree. Before we were connected, I couldn't see your contact info. So if you put it into your summary or you've got it on the graphic, on that background image, then I can see it if I, if I do want to pick up the phone. So if, you're, if your business is local, then you want to have the information there. And the other part of your summary and LinkedIn in general is adding media. So making it visually interesting so you can add – I was going to show you. I mean, we're on video, but I um, <laughs> I can't show you because we're not sharing screens right now. I'm looking at my screen. You're not. Um, but if you go to a profile, <laughs> so look at Desiree's profile, and under underneath her summary, um, you'll see a um, – It's I think it's your resume. You can add things to it. You can add videos. So you could add um, a video you've had made about your business. You could add a PDF document. There's many things you can do because a lot of people, you know, are visual and won't necessarily want to read all the text. They'll scan your profile, but they'll want to look for things, you know, in the way that they communicate. Okay. So that's um, summary. And then as we scroll down your profile, you've got your experience. Now, your experience section is super important because you can see that. It's not behind a link. It's not behind a see more link. And your experience is it's kind of like your jobs. It's all your business. So you have one role per uh, – one piece of experience per, per role. So you want to make sure that's optimized once again. So you're talking about what it is you do, the problems you solve, um, you know, why your clients need you so that they can scan that information and go, ah, I need your help. But And write it with personality. So you want to make sure it's just throw in some interesting things, you know, so if you can reference what you do and relate it to something else. So, you know, it's written in your voice. It's got your personality. And if you hate writing, which um, many people do, get some help. You know, find someone who can help you write. So, I mean, Desiree, do you do, do, you do that as part of your services, like um, content writing for clients? We do blog writing for our clients. So I, I will always tell people, though, when it comes to stuff like this, like LinkedIn specifically, where it's so in-depth and so there's so much needed for it, and it's definitely not our wheelhouse of expertise, I will always refer to them to, to you or to another LinkedIn expert that I've worked with at the time if that's what they're currently doing. Yeah. So if you guys want your LinkedIn tricked out, you're going to want to talk to Joe because unfortunately <laughs> All-in-One does not does not rocket that like it does at other things. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I do. Um, I, I do profile reviews, which is either video or report, and then I do full rewrites of profiles. So, and we get to know your brand. And I'm saying write with personality, but the next best thing is to get someone else to write with your personality, which is, <laughs> you know <laughs> – takes a bit more effort. So if, you, if you're going and getting your profile written by somebody, just a copywriter or a VA or somebody who doesn't really know your brand and they don't take time to understand your brand, it's not going to be the best way to serve you. So make sure that whoever you're working with gets to know you because it needs to sound like you've written it, even if you haven't. That's the trick. 
So we talked about um, keywords, using the phrases of your clients to write your profile, um, and storytelling. So you've, we use your profile to tell your business story. You know, take them on a journey so they can see where you went, where you've been, where you're going, you know, what you've done, because that's sort of that credibility behind who you are. Even if you are a perceived boring business, you know, you want to make sure that, that that story's there so people can see why do you love what you do? So if you repair fridges or something and people think oh, that's really boring, well, to somebody it's not, and to you it's not. So if you can infuse your passion and your personality into that profile, whether it's boring to that person or not, they'll get that you love what you do and they'll connect to you and trust you because, you know, you geek out over fridges or whatever the thing is you geek out over. <laughs> um, the other part of your profile that's really important is what I like to call the social proof. So there's two aspects to that. There is the endorsements, which come from skills. So you put some skills into your profile. So, for example, uh, you might have all you know all the different bits that you do, so things that you do in relation to your business. And this helps you get found, once again. So you're thinking those words that your clients are using. And you want to um, – when you add the skills to your profile, people can in your network can endorse you. And an, an endorsement is – a validation that you can do that particular thing. So you've mentioned blogging. So if you say oh, you've got blogging on your profile, someone endorses you for that. They're essentially saying that they can vouch for you. So that, that's all that is. So it's really simple to endorse somebody. But what is harder and what's harder to actually get is um, recommendations. So a recommendation is uh, like a written testimonial. And it's, it's harder to put something together in, in words and I looked at your profile, Desiree, and that's an area you can certainly improve. And it might be that you don't like asking for them because I, I certainly suffered from that. Even though I teach people how to use LinkedIn and I teach them how to, um, to recommend, I wasn't asking for them. And people don't naturally just necessarily go and give you a recommendation through LinkedIn. They might, you know, they might tell you it was great training, but you want them to put it into writing because it's on LinkedIn, so it connects you to them. You can repurpose that recommendation for your website, for other, you know, for other marketing documents. And it's proof that it's real because you've got that connection point. So make sure you're asking for them. So when you're working with clients, ask for a recommendation on LinkedIn, you know, so people can see it and it shows that you are credible. So definitely do that. This is all really great feedback, by the way. I've, I've yep. been, as you've been talking about things, I've been scrolling through and looking at my profile as you've been talking. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the recommendation <laughs> thing, it's like, ah, what was I doing? It's been so long. This tells you how much I have and have not been using it. That's for sure. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not because you're not good at what you do. It's because people may not know that they can recommend you on LinkedIn. Not everybody knows how to do it, firstly. There's the technical part. How do I recommend you? Am I allowed to without you asking? So you've got to actually ask them. And I've got a process of asking. So when I ask for recommendations, I teach people to ask some questions. So don't use the default um, don't use those default messages you get from LinkedIn. Actually own it. So I always ask about three questions because that helps frame the response so that the recommendation I get in return is actually relevant to me and helps them. And one of the things I do is I tell them to sort of start the recommendation with as a Ex, whatever expert they are, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing that people read is who they are. So recommendations are certainly something to ask for. Awesome. 
Good to know. I know that some people get really hung up on asking for them. They don't want to inconvenience people. You'll ask them and then no one like hears back from you and you get all like self-conscious about it. Like, oh my God, did I do a bad job? Or why won't they do it? Because it's, it's hard to ask someone to take time out of their their already busy life and, and work and job and stuff to, to do that for you. So it is important to ask for it. What are your thoughts on giving recommendations to get them? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give to get. I think give to give just to give, um, give to pay it forward. So for me, if I'm giving a recommendation, it's because someone's actually earned it. But also, I think when you do things, you're teaching other people that this is an action you can take. So I like to reflect on a monthly basis. I might have like end of the month, I'll be thinking, what am I grateful for this month? It sounds a bit woo woo and airy fairy, but um, you know, it's it's concrete. You know, who who in the last month has done something outstanding for me, and how can I help them? And that's when I might write them a recommendation. So if I've just been to a conference, so social media marketing world, I was just there. Um, One of my actions in the next few weeks will be to think about which sessions did I um, attend? Whose content did I love? Or who did something awesome? And how can I help them? And inadvertently, you'll just find someone will see that. And someone someone will just may then give one for someone else. And it's that whole pay it forward kind of philosophy. That's what I believe in anyway. So I don't give to give. I give to give to give like you know and eventually it all comes around and then you get some random um recommend not random but a recommendation that you didn't ask for like i ran a webinar um last week for one of the other speakers at social media marketing world for his community and one of the attendees just gave me a recommendation i didn't ask for it it was just off his own back and i just thought wow that's really nice so things just happen you know Awesome. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> and I mentioned company pages. So I spoke, I did a whole session on company pages at the conference, which you missed. I did. <laughs> um, and our company pages are pretty boring. Um, well, they're boring compared to Facebook because, you know, Facebook has got so much functionality, LinkedIn, boring, um, but they are super important. They're important to connect your team together if you do have a team. But even if you're just a solopreneur, you know, if, you, if you're just you and your business, a company page allows you to have your logo on your on your profile so you can see that link to a company page. So for branding purposes, it's useful. And there's, there's, other, there's other relevances, but that's the main one. If you're just one person, I wouldn't put a lot of effort into like creating content for your company page. I would just have one. It's kind of like a landing page, another web, a web page to be found, but you've got that branding. So that, that's why I'd have one. Okay, that's good. That's good information to have. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on those key uh, on your LinkedIn profile to make sure that you know we're doing it right, that we're maximizing our potential success with this with this platform? Well, I, I mean, this session's been really about optimizing your profile, and that, but that's only part of the equation. So, d- firstly, don't try and do it all in one session. Like, if you're going to do it yourself, do it in bits and pieces. Get some feedback from people that know you really well, and just see how it goes. But then once you've actually or, – or you might come to someone like me and get, get your profile transformed and so it's on brand. But then if you're not using it, you're wasting it in a sense. I mean, yeah, you might be getting found, but work out how you can use it. So, And it may not be – you may be in the type of business that you're not going to create a lot of content on LinkedIn. But where you can use it is building a network of you know interesting connections and engaging with them so that you're seen. Now, the, the one thing with LinkedIn, and this is different to Facebook, is – with Facebook, you engage with your friends. Your friends, you know, your friends will see your content, and it's got a particular lifespan. With LinkedIn, 
if I engage with Desiree, so say you're, you're my first level connection, I engage with your content, I'm exposing myself to your network and I'm exposing you to my network. And those people can engage with the content. So they're, my, they're second degree away. If they engage, then I reach the third degree away. So it operates in three degrees of separation and Facebook just doesn't have the same reach. So if you're engaging on a regular basis, and I might just be having the odd, you know, maybe once a week dropping in and liking or commenting on something, it's in and around what you do. That's how you'll get more exposure for your profile. So you build your profile and now you want to, you want people to see it. So that's the easiest way to kind of get some traction from LinkedIn. Awesome. All right, Joe, you have a special offer for our listeners as well, right? I do. Yep. So we've already mentioned there's a, um, a sort of a hidden page on my website that's got um, some resources. So my LinkedIn profile blueprint is for free. You can download it and do what you like, you know, give it a go yourself because I, I like, I'm here to help people. And, you know, if I can help you help yourself, awesome. But if you need some guidance, I can do a LinkedIn profile review for you. Um, the special is it's US $99. Um, there's a, a special link to get that particular price and you get a report. So I go through and give you a list of all the things that you can be doing better on your profile. So it's not a, you know, this is what you're doing wrong. It's really, well, what can you do this better? Awesome. And if you haven't got it, if you've got a really basic profile, there'll be lots of actions to take. Um, but yeah, it's just to give you a head start and then use the pro profile blueprint as then it's got all the formulas on to write that content. Yeah. Perfect. We'll make sure to include that link as well in the show notes as well. And if people want to follow you on social, how do they do that? Well, you can follow me on LinkedIn, which is linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Joe Saunders. And the other social media, it's just at um, Joe Saunders AU. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are all the same. Um, you can follow me there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Joe. It was filled with fantastic, actionable steps for us to make our LinkedIn profiles better. And I know that I will be giving mine lots of attention because you can't <laughs> <Excellent. laughs> So again, guys, if you like the show, make sure that you're sharing with your friends and trying to help them do better with their business. And if you really, really love the show, I would love it if you were able to please go on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play and leave us a review telling other people how much you enjoyed the show and Joe and the information that we give you on a weekly basis. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.